great and wonderful people. Another wonderful opportunity that God has given us for our daily inspiration. God has continued to encourage us and to draw us closer to him as we discuss this topic of believers and politics, as we gear up in Kenya for a general election. It is very important for us to see what law a believer should pray. What is God's expectation for us? What principles can we draw from the word of God as to how we are supposed to behave, how we are supposed to associate the kind of discussions we are supposed to encourage or maybe to, to, to engage ourselves in that can bring honor, glory, and praise to God so that we don't do things that eventually can cause us problems. And that is why we are having this topic of believers and politics. We have looked at this topic from different dimensions, drawing different principles from the word of God. This week, largely, we are looking at uh, some of the judgments that can visit us because of political choices. It is possible for us to associate with someone who unfortunately falls out of favor with God. And as a result, we find ourselves also falling under judgment. And as we saw yesterday, when the evil visited David's house, because God is an expert in allowing evil, because he made a political decision. What was the political decision? Apart from taking somebody's wife and uh, making her his own, he went ahead because he was king after all and killed the husband who was called Uliah. And unfortunately, he thought nobody will ever know about this. It was a conspiracy between him and Jacob uh, and Joab that Uliah died, but God saw, about, saw it and it displeased him. And as a result of that blood that was shed, God visited judgment on David's house. And he told him, I will avenge what you have done. He made a political decision. And unfortunately, because of the evil that was allowed in David's house, those who followed the different camps ended up losing their lives. Remember when Absalom lost against his father, he had followers who were killed alongside him in battle. What does that mean? It is possible for you to blindly align yourself with a given grouping, but if they happen to be under God's judgment, you will also suffer the consequences. That is why it is very important for us as believers before we take sides, before we say this is the candidate I am supporting, this is what I will do. Get on your knees, seek God, ask God, God, hey, what is your will regarding this decision that I want to make? Because God is supposed to be God of all that we are. He is supposed to be God of all. If he is not Lord of all, then he is not Lord at all. Today I want us to look at another king who made a political decision and unfortunately lived to the consequences. This was severe because the consequences actually were lived by his descendants. King Saul of Israel, he was, uh, we know his story very well, he started very well, but unfortunately power got into his head. He became arrogant. He started, uh, you know, practicing impunity, killing people unnecessarily. He, he, he sought. And as we have seen last week, what you saw, one day we shall leap. And so there is a certain tribe, a small tribe. They are actually not Israelites. They are called Gibeonites. If you have read in the book of Joshua, there is this group of people who came and deceived Joshua. And they started saying, oh, we come from a far off country. We want to make an alliance with you. And without prayer, Joshua made an alliance with them. And he said, it's okay, we will not touch you. They were called the Gibeonites. You can read the story in the book of Joshua. And they made a covenant that it's okay, we are not going to touch you. That is okay, we are not going to, we will protect you. 
and God honors covenants. It doesn't matter whether you make it with your fellow brother or somebody out there. Let me tell you, when you make an agreement with someone, God honors it. And if you break that covenant one day or another, you might find yourself at a God's judgment. Now, when Joshua discovered that these people actually had deceived him, there is nothing he could do because God told him, you've already made an alliance, you've already made a covenant, you cannot attack them. But he said, it's okay, we are going to subject them to forced labor. What Saul did during his line, he decided to, 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 to kill or to destroy part of this tribe. There are those people that he did not like. And he thought because he was powerful. After all, he was the king. He was in the charge of the army. He had the trappings of power behind him. He could do whatever he wanted. And the scripture says he attacked the Gibeonites and killed them. He killed some of them. But because God is a God of covenant and he honors covenant, uh, God kept quiet, and it was possible for Sarah to think, wow, that is God, that is God. Nature will never come uh, against me. You make a deal with someone, you make an arrangement with someone, but then unfortunately something happens, and you decide it's okay. I'm not going to honor this. I'm not going to, and, and, and you decide to do your own things. Unfortunately, one day, one time, some of these things catches up with us. We read in the book of 2 Samuel, chapter 21. Allow me to start from verse 1. This is what he says. During the line of David, there was a famine for three successive years. So David sought the face of the Lord. There was famine in Israel for three successive years. You can imagine drought. Drought for one year, two years. Kenya, I know we have been experiencing this. I know what it means. Now we are talking of three years famine. And because it was so prolonged, David decided, let me seek of God. It's my prayer that you also seek in God on behalf of our nation. Okay, the Lord said to David, it is on account of Saul and his blood-stained house. It is because he put the Gibeonites to death. You know, if I was David, I would have asked God, God, Saul is long dead. What does this have to do with us? Saul died <laughs> together with his son Jonathan in battle. Actually, even the other one died. So why are you visiting us because of something that was done by somebody who is long dead? And God told him it's okay. <laughs> his house is still there. His descendants are still there. And actually, if you continue from, from verse 2, it says, so uh, if you continue from verse 2, this is what he says. The king summoned the Gibeonites and spoke to them. Uh, the Gibeonites were part of Israel, but were survivors of the Amorites. The Israelites had sworn to spare them, but Saul, in his zeal for Israel and Judah, had tried to annihilate them. David asked the Gibeonites, what shall I do for you? How shall I make atonement so that you will bless the Lord's inheritance? The Gibeonites answered him, we have no right to demand silver or gold from Saul or his family, nor do we have the right to put anyone in Israel to death. What do you want me to do for you? David asked. They answered the king, is for the man who destroyed us and plotted against us so that uh, we have been decimated and have no place anywhere in Israel. Let seven of his male descendants be given to us to be killed and their bodies exposed before the Lord at the bear of Saul, the Lord's chosen one. So the king said, I will give them to you. You can continue with the whole of that story. But... Saul's descendants, unfortunately, people who had nothing to do with what Saul was doing when he was alive, because God is a God of justice, 
the descendants, the children of Saul died. The descendants of Saul died because of the act that was made by their glad father. My brother, my sister, I know we're going through a political season and I know it is very easy for us to be carried by emotions and to do things just because we feel we have the right to do them. But I want to encourage you to be careful and especially as a believer in the Lord Jesus, be careful because you can make a decision that will visit you sometimes to come. God never forgets. God is a God of justice. How can we make some decisions through the words that we say? You can speak ill about someone and this hurts God. Remember what the scripture says, by your words, surely it is Jesus who said these words, you will be justified or condemned. That is why we need to be very careful about the kind of talk we engage ourselves in. That is why we need to be very careful about the alliances that we are joining. That is why we need to be very careful about the person we want to, to support. Because if you support someone who is under God's judgment, one day it will hurt you whether you like it or not. It is very important for us to pray and to seek God's will as we make this political decision. As we make decisions, it could be your MCA, it could be the MP, the women left, the senator, the governor, or even the president. God, what is your will for me regarding this decision? Because some of the decisions we make, they have repercussions that can get to our grandchildren. Saul's grandchildren were killed. Why? Although Saul was dead, God is a God of justice and he had to avenge something that Saul did when he was alive. We can make political de 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 decisions, but let me tell you, my brother, my sister, consequences are there. And one day they will catch up with us. Let us pray. Father, we are grateful because of the encouragement we have continued to draw from your word. Thank you because of reminding us that our choices have consequences. Saul made a political decision and tried to kill the Gibeonites. But because you are a God of justice, you visited justice upon the Gibeonites. And I pray for my brother and my sister, we remember ourselves before you, that even as we make political decisions this year, God, we shall be guided by your Holy Spirit that we shall make decisions that are aligned to your will, that we shall not sell ourselves short by following someone blindly. But Father, in the name of Jesus, we shall inquire of you, we shall seek of you, that we may make decisions that are informed of your will. Thank you because of speaking to us and encouraging us this day. Be with us the whole of this day. Watch over us, protect us, and preserve us. And let your purposes be established regarding our lives. We honor you and we celebrate you. In Jesus' name, we pray this and we believe. Amen. Amen. Thank you so much for joining me for this particular inspiration. I don't take it for granted. And I pray that God will continue refreshing you the way you have been a source of refreshment for me. Have yourself a blessed and fantastic day ahead. You all are blessing. Thank you so much. Mm -hmm.